0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Fundraising will soon begin for a new sports complex planned at Maiden Lane and Hollywood Road in St. Joseph Township. That's after the Township Planning Commission this week approved the 40-acre facilities site plan. St. Joseph Youth Sports Foundation President Nicole Schmidt tells us the group proposed the project after seeing a lack of sports venues for young people in the community. It really started with us moms talking on the bleachers, to be totally honest with you, with all of our kids playing and running around to practices and different things like that. And just it wasn't consistent and we didn't have places to go. Schmidt says that even now her daughter has no consistent place to play softball. Now the Township Planning Commission has given the green light to the site plan, Schmidt says, it's full speed ahead with collecting the estimated $5 million they'll need. We have a meeting, a foundation meeting next week, where we're going to talk about how we want to kickstart this all off. Our website is up and running and taking donations right now, but we'll have a more formalized plan next week, what we want to do first. The foundation is envisioning baseball fields, football fields, a playground, batting cages, a walking trail, a splash pad, and more for the property. Schmidt says it'll all be done in phases, starting with the football fields, followed by the playground and splash pad, and then on to the baseball fields. She notes the project has the support of the Miracle League of America, which will help to ensure athletic spaces are accessible to all. The full St. Joseph Township Board of Trustees has nothing else to approve at this point, at least until the permits for things like lighting are sought. Schmidt hopes a ground can be broken on the complex next spring. Why is RSV a respiratory illness that primarily affects children? such a problem this year. Corwell Health Lakeland Hospital in St. Joseph saw more than 80 cases of the illness last month, and hospitals around the country are concerned pediatric units could become full. and County Health Department Medical Director Rex Kabaltica tells us RSV goes around every year, but this year it's worse His concern is a one-two-three punch of multiple illnesses. And put on top of this, there's influenza. With COVID-19, the masking that was happening there, the isolation decreased school attendance means that there's several potentially serious viruses that by themselves perhaps wouldn't be a problem, but put together, could be a perfect storm. Cabeltica says it's believed RSV is worse this year because kids who normally would be exposed to it on a yearly basis are coming out of the pandemic lockdowns with little exposure to RSV, if any, in recent years. He notes the illness is also a problem for the elderly. Health experts tell parents to uh, keep their little ones away from people who are sick. Cabeltica encourages flu vaccinations as much as possible this year, saying it's not yet known how severe the flu season might be. With an open enrollment period now underway for the federal health care marketplace, Corwell Health South is offering its expertise to those seeking coverage. It says its financial counselors at its hospital in St. Joe will offer free services to those enrolling in the Marketplace and selecting a health insurance plan. The Marketplace enables those without access to health insurance to get federally subsidized plans. The counseling will run through January 15th. We'll have a link to the sign-up page at our website. State elections officials say they're ready for any potential trouble at the polls as we're now less than a week out from the gubernatorial election. Jake Rallo with the Michigan Secretary of State's office says local clerks as well as police are ready to step in. to ...prepare for... The fact that they may have voters, challengers, even election workers who, to some extent, have been deceived by the misinformation and may carry that in with them to polling places or other uh, election venues. And we're prepared, and as our clerks, state and local law enforcement, to respond to that immediately to ensure that all voters' rights are protected. More than 1.1 million people have already voted absentee. Those who have not gotten their ballot in yet should put it in a drop box within their jurisdiction. Kemia Hassel of Benton Harbor will remain in Michigan in prison for her role in the death of her husband in 2018 on New Year's Eve. She appealed her conviction saying that she had ineffective counsel. However, the state appeals court disagreed with that and denied the appeal this week. Hassel was convicted of helping her lover, Jeremy Culler, kill Tyrone Hassel in Benton Harbor. The three were stationed together at a U.S. Army base in Germany. He was killed when they were home in Benton Harbor on leave. Black Arsenal, a new firearms, tactical, and outdoor equipment store, founded in 2013 in Stevensville, is now open at its new location in St. Joseph. In addition to various firearms and knives, Black Arsenal is offering sporting goods, gear, and other outdoors equipment. The store's owner, Chad Shemunek, tells us the store outgrew its previous location, and the new 11,500-square-foot building in St. Joe offers additional space to grow. He told us more. We're a full-service outdoor shooting sports, sporting goods. You won't see baseball bats and tennis rackets here, but you know we have, we'll have we have some camping, food, flashlights, knives, the shooting sports products you need for cleaning your guns, or uh, optics, ammunition, all those <laughs> things that people use either for target shooting, hunting, or um, just self-defense. Shimunak says the store has additional space for them to host training programs for concealed weapons, weapons maintenance, safety, tactical first aid and more. The store is a supplier to local police and it has tentative plans for a grand opening on November 11th. Governor Gretchen Whitmer and the Michigan state housing development authority have launched the new Michigan housing opportunities, promoting energy efficiency program. It's awarding $10 million to local governments and nonprofit groups throughout the state for energy efficiency focused housing repairs and upgrades. The village of Cassopolis has received $300,000 from that program Also, the Southwest Michigan Community Action Agency has received $500,000. The program uses federal funds from the American Rescue Plan to help homeowners undertake repairs and upgrades to enhance energy efficiency. Eligible activities include roof repairs and replacements, insulation, modification, or replacement of heating and cooling systems, and more. And we're less than a week away from Michigan voters hitting the ballot box. There are advocates from groups on both sides of the intense debate surrounding Proposal 3, which would enshrine abortion rights in the Michigan Constitution. Kristen Polo, a spokesperson for Citizens to Support Michigan Women and Children, says she's encouraged by those that she's talked to that plan to vote no. But Marissa Kovac, legislative director for the ACLU of Michigan, says accusations of the extremity of the proposal are simply not true. Nothing about this amendment will prevent the government from prohibiting abortion after viability, too. So a lot of those accusations are untrue they're inflammatory and they're meant as a distraction from what this really does which is continue to protect those deeply personal health care decisions keep them between a woman and her doctor. In a poll released this week by the Detroit News abortion rights were the second most important issue that voters are concerned about trailing only inflation. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues. The cost of borrowing has gotten more expensive yet again. The Federal Reserve announced today it's raising interest rates by three-quarters of a percent. That's the fourth straight rise in rates this year as the government tries to tame inflation. More from ABC's Alex Christopheles. What this does is it just makes borrowing more expensive for consumers and also for businesses for things like credit cards, mortgages, home equity loans, small business loans and car loans. Um, The the one, I guess, bright spot is if you're trying to look for higher yield on your money in the bank, uh, some certificates of deposit and savings accounts are getting you a bit more for your money. They're not keeping pace with these interest rate hikes, I can tell you that much, we're learning more details about the break-in and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home last week and the beating of her husband with a hammer, allegedly by 42-year-old David Depape. ABC's Alex Stone is more from California. In newly released court documents, prosecutors say Paul Pelosi was unresponsive for about three minutes after he was hit in the head with the hammer, waking up in a pool of his own blood, and that David DePap showed responding officers where he broke into the home, that he told the officers and medics that he's sick of the insane level of lies coming out of Washington, and that he went to the Pelosi home to have a chat with Paul Pelosi's wife. DePap saying he was on a suicide mission. Prosecutors say DePap had plans to hurt other politicians as well. Alex Stone, ABC News. If you think you're a sure bet to win the estimated $1.2 billion Powerball jackpot, you need to decide whether to take cash, which would actually pay out $596 million, or choose the $1.2 billion yearly option. That's twice as large, but is paid out over 29 years. Winners of giant jackpots like the one that's up for grabs tonight nearly always take the cash, but financial advisors say that could be a mistake. Nicholas Bunio, a certified financial planner from Pennsylvania, says even with his expertise, he would take the yearly payment because it would so dramatically reduce his risk of making an investment mistake. In Israel, the final batch of ballots from Tuesday's election will be counted overnight. They're not expected to change the results, as we have more than 85% of the votes tallied benjamin netanyahu has won the race there mounting a comeback right in the middle of his corruption trial he couldn't have done it without embracing three far-right parties that were never part of his traditional political bloc now the leaders of those parties stand to wield considerable power in netanyahu's government meanwhile the palestinian president has not yet officially responded to the election results which will only be a final on thursday for now though Other Palestinian leaders are speaking out, says ABC's Jordana Miller in Jerusalem. The Palestinian prime minister voicing grave concerns over the political rise of Israel's far right, which won 14 seats in Tuesday's election, delivering a victory to Benjamin Netanyahu. Mohammed Daya says the results show a, quote, rise of extremism and racism in Israeli society. Some Arabs and Israelis echoing those remarks. Many specifically concerned about far right leader Itamar Ben Gvir. He's long held anti Arab views and supports discriminatory policies against Palestinians. Jordana Miller, ABC News, Jerusalem. The uh, grain shipping deal involving Ukraine is back on, apparently. More maybe ABC's Tom Rivers at the Foreign Desk. Speaking in Moscow, Chief Russian Defense Spokesman Igor Konoshenkov says thanks to the participation of the U.N. as well as assistance from Turkey, it's been possible to obtain the necessary written guarantees from Ukraine. No cargo vessels can ever be used as a cover in any military operations, such as a drone platform comes after the attack over the weekend on vessels of the Russian Black Sea Fleet in the port of Sevastopol. Elon Musk says Twitter will not allow anyone who's been kicked off the site to return until it sets up a procedure on how to do that. It's a process that will take at least a few weeks. That would mean people banned from the site for violating Twitter's rules for harassment, violence or election and COVID-related misinformation will not be able to return before next Tuesday's midterm elections. The pledge came after Musk met with a handful of civil society leaders on Tuesday. Meeting attendees said they asked Musk not to restore the accounts of banned users before the midterm. They also requested Twitter to have a transparent process on how it plans to restore accounts and enforce election integrity measures already in place. And it's a trip to the World Series tonight for the First Lady, says ABC's Karen Travers. First Lady Jill Biden heads to Philadelphia tonight to watch Game 4 of the World Series and cheer for her beloved Philadelphia Phillies, who have a 2-1 lead over the Houston Astros. The First Lady also participates in Major League Baseball's Stand Up to Cancer initiative, joining players, umpires, coaches, and fans in an annual Game 4 tradition honoring people affected by cancer. It's an issue of personal significance to Dr. Biden. She and the president lost their son Beau to brain cancer in 2015. This is the third Philly sports event she's attending in just over a month and each time she's been there highlighting efforts to fight cancer. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.